0: Drop
1: the subject. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I'm so glad they put some effort into making this show sound even better than we do each and every day, but clearly by that, they did not even... Let me hear that again. Hold on. That really is like... Less...
2: I think they just took out the the, the the old one and replaced it with Drop the Subject.
1: Oh, that is less than no effort. I mean, who, who am I supposed to be upset about? Myself? <laughs>
0: I dropped the subject.
2: All right. so she All right. Sounds a little constipated. I gotta say. Yeah.
1: Did she do what this? She's saying
2: drop. I want her to drop something
1: else. I think she was. <laughs> Did she record that in the bathroom? <laughs> it's nice Canadian woman who does that for us. We really appreciate that. Well, thank you anyway. Let's have ourselves a, a Can we good. Give her show. a good
2: loony for that.
1: Uh, Justin, whatever's supposed to be recording over here is not recording. Just so you know. Uh, We've got ourselves a decent show planned for you for the next few hours, only some complaints. For the most part, though, I think we're going to uh, make you laugh, at least make each other laugh, probably at our own expenses. You're more than welcome to join us anytime you'd like to. That is why we're here at 83377 Call Q. And once again, if you're uh, new to the show or new to the station, which you probably are since Channel Q is a relatively new station, this show is called Drop (laughs) Drop the Subject. That woman needs more fiber in her diet. I mean, think we can all agree. I feel like right? we should
2: take out "subject" and just replace it with other random words. I don't and think, every day it'll be something different. I don't
1: think anyone would uh, notice. But uh, let's let's try, Allie. Let's at least try to be positive, at least for the moment. You know, um, I'm like I feel good about myself at least temporarily because whenever there's a big scandal, as there is one that is unfolding right now, and it's a scandal that involves the rich and the powerful, and the people are saying the famous
2: washed-up actress. Yeah, I mean, we say the famous
1: and like the second most famous person involved is Aunt Becky from Full House. I don't know if you can really throw on the most famous. And but is
2: Felicity Huffman and her are the only two that they're like, these ladies. Right. And then the other ones are like real estate developers. And but stuff. There,
1: there's some CEOs involved. Of course, we're talking about this uh, college admissions slash cheating slash, I mean, it's been called a variety of different things, uh, a, a cheating scam. You know, cheating is one of those things that I think we've all done in some way. Shape or form, right? It's not Anything? like on taxes and stuff. Well, no, well I, that was Allie, by okay. the way. I mean, I, people, I, R, not IRS, not me. IRS, was... if you're listening, yeah. Allie's the one who made the taxes <laughs> long.
2: All of the IRS is uh, like, all right, twelve oh five monitors this station. the station. How
1: could a radio station be so not profitable? We have to monitor it. <laughs> there must be lying. I uh, I think though. That cheating, right? If you think about a test, like a spelling test, you cheated on, or maybe you, you know, had someone that used to hide under the teacher's desk until they left the room, and you would change the grades. Or then there's the more high tech cheating where you're breaking in, hacking into the school's um, internet system, which is usually used to not be that difficult uh, because the password was like school one two three.
2: Get in, change. The grade. There's all these different
1: ways of well, cheating.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I did. I didn't really cheat much. I was always the person who got cheated. On, well. People cheated on their tests using my answers. I guess is what I. I, I also did get cheated on a lot, but um, <laughs> I did the old TI eighty three calculator thing where you right. put it in the sleeve of your calculator. Now you can't you you can't have any of that in front of you while while you're being tested. So there's really all the old school ways of cheating that I know knew about don't really exist anymore. Well, it is about like texting the answers or finding just some sly way to be on your phone.
1: I am... Um I had the calculator before the TI-83, so the only uh, cheating I was able to do was if the answer was boobless, <laughs> which did not come in very helpful for a lot of tests. Uh, but that was that was my that was my way of cheating. Some good calculators. No wonder. Early, early in today's Where show. were your
2: parents when they should have paid you paid your schools off? <laughs> they didn't have school payoff money for Kevin Clark. I kind of feel like
1: my parents didn't love me because they didn't pay off schools.
2: <laughs> they didn't give them six point five million dollars to get me into Stanford.
1: Uh, here's the thing about it, and we'll break. Down this, I'm sure it will come up again when we get to news that'll lose it later. We'll give it, uh, give you some tips to save your life or make it at least more livable in uh, just the Tip Tuesdays. That's coming up a little bit later in the show today as well. As we said, you can join us talk about anything we're talking about at eight three three seven seven call Q. But basically, the the story in a nutshell, if you're uh, not aware of it, is that and you know this is one of those stories where it's newsworthy, obviously, but it's also it's so much less depressing than so many of the other things lately that have been newsworthy that involve either. Insert plane crash here. Insert um, yep. celebrity who died here. Fake insert,
2: hate crimes. Insert
1: pedophilia. Yep. Here. Like all these things that are depressing. This one. Is, this is lighthearted. This is even though it's <laughs> cheating, and people will probably you know get fined, or I don't think I don't know how much jail time, but like millions of dollars changed hands in what was pretty much a high tech cheating slash
2: and not even cheating it was just paying to get your kids admitted to a school as an athlete when they were not even athletes like trying to get i think one of them was trying to get their kid on the usc crew team like as a fave Was a (laughs) favor and it was like well if you have to pay that much money to get your kid into usc which is usc is a good school don't get me wrong but it's like is it is it millions or several thousands, like $50,000 worth Worth it well, in the, order to get your kid into USC on crew?
1: Here's the thing that's amazing, and I think that this is what really is going to, this is going to be the second, you know, there's always the thing that breaks, which is happening right now. And then there's, what is this really going to mean for all of us? And the fact of the matter is this. People have always gotten into schools based on connections and based on financial contributions of family members. Oh,
2: especially in Catholic schools.
1: It doesn't... In all schools. I mean, I'm I'm just saying... But it's like,
2: it's all in the family.
1: For a long time, this has always happened and people either... uh, Not that people didn't have a problem with it, but it was just kind of like, well, what are the odds that uh, John McAllister got into the school, where by the way the main study room is McAllister Hall that was donated (laughs) by his grandpa. It's always happened. And and there was a... for, For a long time... People expected that they would get some sort of fa- preferential, favorable treatment if they had, if they were quote a legacy, and and that's the case for getting into a fraternity or sorority or getting into a school. This is something that has happened for a long. Now, now this is more elaborate. This involves someone who is a ranking. I don't know if they're actually ranking, but someone who is you know technically a. Um, an official at the standardized testing, right? Which is like uh, the, the people that do the SATs and the ACTs and all of the tests that, I guess, determine whether or not your, your kid is qualified to get to a, a school. However, that being said, I did horrible on my SATs the first three times I took them. As did I. Uh, I took them for the fourth time. And I'll tell you right now, I don't mind admitting this after the fact. They're going to take away my diploma from Syracuse University. They gave me the same SAT two months in a row. I oh, the
2: know. exact same questions. They weren't even.
1: They weren't even put any in different, different. numbers. Now, oh. I don't know if that and helped you still I did that <laughs> Well, I, I did better. The, the finally, the the fourth time, I did all right, but. I don't know if that helped or hurt me. I also don't think anyone was paid off in the process. I just happened to luck out and get the same test two months in a row. But
2: one of these people, one of the kids, they they had like a, a person working for the SATs that would then secretly take this girl's test and mark some of the incorrect answers correctly. So, she, I think, got like a 1070 on her SAT for reals, and then they added another 14 or another 400 points. Mm. So she had like a 1470 on her SATs. Of course, perfect score 1600. Then that kid's going to seem really smart, but they have no idea that they're paying somebody to correct her wrong answers on the
1: sly. This been happening, like athletes have been getting preferential treatment for a long time at schools. And I don't Which know I
2: also think is BS. Well, Just because you can hit a ball doesn't mean that you can go to whatever college you want, even though you're a dum-dum.
1: I disagree. I'm, I'm strongly in favor of that because I uh, thoroughly enjoy watching collegiate athletes perform, and I like to gamble money on them. And then if they cost me money, then I agree with you. Throw them out. But <laughs> as long as they're covering the spread, I'm in. The point is this. This has been going on for a long time. And yeah, every time, every once in a while, someone gets caught. They make a big deal about it, and they say, "Oh, they're right. They're going to be. There's going to be disciplinary action." But it does continue now because this
2: people are being held accountable now, right?
1: Yeah, I just think there's we're, we're in the age of let's hold everyone accountable for everything that they've ever done, and, and the now,
2: colleges need to be held accountable too, not just the people paying them off. What? Like, Felicity Huffman, yeah, sure, we need to hold them accountable for doing that, and William H. Macy and stuff, but these colleges have been taking this money for a long, long time, like you said, so the colleges also need to be held accountable, or maybe they can put all that $25 million that they've gotten over the past nine years, and they can put it towards a school that actually needs it, like a school well, that has, doesn't have books. Well,
1: that's that. Listen, a school without books, that sounds like a school I'd like to go to. <laughs> Where's that? Is, that? is that called a movie theater? I'm in. Tablet Institute. Um, but this is going to, what, what I'm excited about because of this story and how much traction it's getting right now, the big college cheating scandal, and you can tell it's a big scandal when they said involved, in, people involved included the coach of Stanford Sailing. <laughs> <So> <laughs> he was somehow involved <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the process. And I, I just think to myself, this has hit every level in a, in a f- fascinating sort of like a um, Perfect crime, imperfect crime, sort of way. You've got celebrities, you know, quote unquote celebrities involved. You've got CEOs involved. You've got some of the finest schools of higher learning involved. You know who's not mentioned here? University of Phoenix online <laughs> online college. Yeah. No one, uh, no one, no one bribing. Anyone. No one bribing anyone to get in there. Nope. That's... No
2: one has to. pay. I don't think you have to even pay barely. You know who still has uh, a
1: job today? The, uh, the the coach of the sailing team at Duvray. <laughs>
2: ITT Tech. Uh, If you are going to fake being an athlete, I would say that sailing is probably the easiest sport, quote unquote, sport to do that with. No one knows how to sail. So, I'm not going to look at this person and be like, she doesn't know how to sail. That's ridiculous. You could just say mark sailing on there and no one's going to bat an eyelash.
1: Uh, I I agree. And, And listen, I'm sure we've all, when we were trying to get into college, exaggerated extracurricular activities.
2: Oh, and my charitable work as well and, in,
1: right, in high school. Right. Like, I had to do stuff. I, I was forced to do community service because of a, something that I had done. I didn't, <laughs> did when I when was I said court-ordered? It was school-ordered community okay. service. But when I was applying to colleges, I didn't say that I was spending as much time as I was spending with, you know- Underprivileged animals because I was forced to. <laughs>
2: underprivileged animals. I, said,
1: I went to a, a soup kitchen for dogs. So it was good. It was a, no, no, I was doing. Uh, <laughs> or I was just
2: doing, eating kibble with no, we, like we soup had, in it. We had
1: to do a certain amount of community service, and I didn't necessarily. You know, you fought, that's what you do in general. Mm-hmm. Listen, I had a guy. Oh, we we have to take a break already. Yes. Oh, we're running late. <laughs> when we get back, I'll tell you about a guy I know that wrote his entire college essay about how difficult it was and how brave he was being gay. Oh well, that wouldn't fly anymore. And guess what? He wasn't gay. What? And he got into... As a, a, a former buddy of mine, this was the angle he went with because he got advice from one of these people that there are like professionals that will help you do what, do things to get into colleges. <gasps>
2: and, and they he, just told him, to "Say you're gay." He
1: said, "Write write a story about you know um, how you know a, a, a triumph that you <laughs> in had." In conclusion,
0: I love butts, yeah, on guys. That's what he wrote.
1: How did you, <laughs> you do? You write the story. We'll be back in a moment. This is uh, drop the subject here on the all new Channel Q.
0: Drop the subject. We'll be right back. the subject.
1: All right. We back at it again. Allie right there. Kevin right here. I was really thinking if we got to do a cheating scandal on this show it would be uh, that Ali walked in on her wife sleeping with one of her friends because um, I feel like that's going to happen one of these days I was hoping that's the cheating scandal we'd be talking about
2: no 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 I I don't know if that would be newsworthy Uh, lesbian walks in on other lesbian
1: well it would be newsworthy for this show definitely newsworthy for Channel Q by the way welcome South Florida it's great to have you with us continuing to grow the audience here coast to coast and now we are officially broadcasting in America's penis aka Florida (laughs) Uh, I got family there so I'm I'm so thrilled I, I know that. I love it. Every time I mention... I wish
2: that the license plate border said that. Every time I, I say State. that,
1: they always get very excited. Uh, they're, they're proud to be living in the wang of the country. Uh, the USA... Hey, that's... Um that's Ali, and you, uh, of course, if you call us, you can say hi to her. You can say hi to me. You can ask us questions or join on the conversation. eight three three seven seven call Q. You can find us on the socials at DTS Show for Drop the Subject. If you've been away for a few weeks, wondering why the show has a new name, um, it's the answer we give for a lot of things, legal reasons. But here we are with an all new name and an all new energy and uh, some exciting new production as well, which we just played a few moments ago.
2: And uh, just a little update on this entire college cheating scam, which has been. unfolding all morning long, the guy who is at the center of the scam, Mr. William Rick Singer, has uh, pled guilty already and faces a maximum of 65 years in prison for racketeering, money laundering, tax conspiracy, and obstruction of justice. And I didn't know this, but the uh, admissions scheme itself was known on the inside as Operation Varsity Blues, Mm. which I feel like is not very creative.
1: Yeah, but awesome—a great reference to a great movie, as far as I'm concerned. And, true. Uh, I think part of the reason is because that uh, singer guy that turned himself in was wearing a whipped cream bikini when he turned himself in. I think that's why they called it that. That's not true. He's
2: sitting on top of a dryer. That's
1: fake news. But um, in all actuality, in all seriousness, we were talking about this and saying that you know there's a lot of cheating. A lot, everything that uh, this story is a, is a kind of a sexy story, and as we said, it's a lot less depressing than so much of the other news. So I think everyone's going to jump on board with this one. There's a lot of fun angles to take it, but for the most part. Part. The Aunt Becky route is the most fun angle so far. That's why, At least that's, that's why, what Twitter thinks. That's why it's why it's top trending, if you're wondering why. I mean, that was my first, you know, it's always when you hear about something. It used to be, where were you when you heard, you know, Kennedy got shot? And the answer is, we were not alive yet, so we, we didn't hear about mm-hmm. it. But you know, people say, where were you when you heard about this? Uh, I, of course, see Aunt Becky as trending, and my immediate thought is, oh, boy, uh, there goes Aunt Becky. Oh.
2: We've, lo-
1: we've lost, uh, oh, which was no. I was sad about it. For, for Then I realized I didn't really know her personally or otherwise, so I was sad. But then I moved. I like accepted her death, and then I grieved very quickly, and I was back at it again. And then I was like, "Wow,
2: what a roller coaster of emotions!" <laughs> yeah, what through for it all? <laughs> and then I and then
1: I look at it. And I go, "Oh wait a minute! Uh, there's a cheating scandal, and uh, and Aunt Becky's involved in that." I go, oh, and she died? And she's involved in a cheating scandal?" <laughs> I mean, the she got death. so
2: much done over the weekend. What a horrible couple and of days. And Now she is surrendering to uh, uh, in LA this afternoon. So mm. for anyone uh, anyone in the slammer who's looking forward to get some fresh meat. Lori Laughlin could be joining the ranks. I'm That's just, exciting.
1: I'm just glad that my free Aunt Becky sign business took off just when it interesting <laughs> time. That's was gonna well, be really popular. People
2: were referencing that there was an episode of Full House with uh, what was the oldest daughter's name where they were they it was about her having trouble with her SATs. Oh, and really? and they were teaching her about like, you know, yeah, she was staying up all night trying to master her SATs, and I think Aunt Becky was helping her out. Of course, legitimately. The, the real Aunt Becky would have just paid a college six point five million dollars. And been like there we go it's yeah. all done
1: get some of that get some of that beach boy money from my uh, fake TV husband and we'll <laughs> buy you in any school you want to go to that's the problem with the fact that everyone now is a master not only a, a, a internet sleuth but everyone is, is like become a master detective and historian so that if you've ever done anything in your history, Public or private, and then something happens that makes international or national news. Whatever, there are thousands of people that are sitting at their desks choosing to, instead of doing the job they're paid to do, find out if they can go ahead and uh, track up additional dirt or find a funny take on it or come up with the next great meme or gif. And as a result, before we've even had, before most people have even learned about what's going on, like for, I didn't even learn about it until it was already trending. And at that point, I was like, whoa, look at all the time people have spent turning Aunt (laughs) Becky into gifs because of a cheating scandal. Yeah,
2: and not just nobodies too, like legitimate famous comedians and writers, they spend all, a lot of
1: time on this too. But let me say, Ali, as the only person here that actually has kids, which means I'm the only person here whose opinion matters in this case, Yeah, I will say-
2: I could be a coach. Uh,
1: yeah, softball, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that um, parents in general will do anything, legal or otherwise, moral or otherwise, to do whatever they can for their children, right? So, if Especially
2: that, if they're dumb.
1: Especially if the kids are dumb or or they've lived a uh, you know a, a sheltered let's just say life, and I don't know I'm speaking out of school here, uh, out of school that I was not paid to get into by the way, because I don't necessarily know this. I don't know these kids involved. I don't know whatever. And they who knows if the kids even knew. I mean, yes, if you're going to pose in front of a green screen holding a soccer ball. I would imagine you would ask questions like, why am I pretending to be on a soccer team? And it's like, shut up and just go to Stanford.
2: (laughs) And you're like, all right. And then do you feel obligated as, as the student that you didn't deserve to get into this school? You pretty much know that you are in there undeservedly. Do you then feel bad for taking part in the regular college activities, like cutting class and smoking weed? Because I no. feel I felt bad enough doing all of those things in school. When I even earned my place in school, but my parents were helping me out with tuition. I can't imagine how these students. I mean, maybe they don't give a crap.
1: Well, probably because uh, when you, when you get there, I mean, that's what I used to think whenever I would be around athletes, and they would get. You know, they were obviously you know, playing and earning the school money, but they would get full tuition i mean they would, their entire school would be paid for and they wouldn't care and, and yeah they would have no... it's like the rest. that's the one that's the nice thing it's it's usually the people that worked their ass off all through high school, all through junior high, did all the extracurriculars. Da 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 Did well on the SAT, Super studied hard. Super smart. Got into the school on their own. They're usually the ones that appreciate it the most, and as as a result, get the most out of it. And they're getting the last laugh because now they're starting, uh, you know, uh, startups, and they're uh, making billions of dollars and <laughs> right. laughing at all of us idiots that were like w- always smelling like bong water and showing up to class a third of the time. You know, me,
2: you know. and right. me and
1: my carpet completely smell like me and my carpet. By the way, is Ali's new lesbian <laughs> show? Um, it
2: really is just me and a. Carpet. I'm really excited it's me about me and it. a rolled up carpet already, that I got on Craigslist.
1: The people have already decided the carpet is way more entertaining than alley. So the carpet is it <laughs> is shag. It's, it's always interesting,
2: uh, but some people are saying what? How many students uh, will be like like these students that were actually admitted into the schools because of this? What's going to happen to them now? Like, are they going to be forced to leave the school because? If you think about it, they don't deserve to be there in the first place, and just because somebody paid illegally to get them in there doesn't mean they should stay there. There's other people that deservedly got their spots. So should they leave to let another deserving student take their place?
1: And Probably. Maybe the bigger question is if it's a school now that has been tarnished because they were on the uh, they were on the take for these bribes, does that mean that anyone who went to that school ever, I mean, I'm talking hundreds of years of proud alum, you know, I used to, I would go to doctor's offices all the time. I'd look at their wall, and if yeah. I saw a diploma and I was like, whoa, this guy's better than me, I mean, yeah, he's a doctor. I think we could have figured that out already. We but know I'm that, like, yeah. oh, look at this. And every once in a while, I see a doctor's certificate on the wall, and I go, that school kind of stinks. Well, <laughs> you know what? He takes my insurance, so I'm going to stay here. But regardless, I feel a little bit better about myself. Schools are ranked, et cetera. There's going to be an interesting trickle, uh, I don't want say trickle down, it's going to be a waterfall effect that's going to Happen as a result of this? Uh, you think
2: people's fr- diplomas are going to get stripped and degrees and if stuff? People
1: are going to start burning things. Burning. I mean, if I had a sailboat right now, I'd be burning it in the street. <laughs> so disgusted that these. Get
2: this thing on land so the, I can burn it. That the
1: sailing coach <laughs> of Stanford so work. Was, was not on the up and up. Is there a whiter <laughs> sentence in the history of the world than the sailing coach at Stanford was called taking <laughs> bribes? Anyway, we'll be back in a moment. This, uh, we got more things to get into today. We have not actually gotten into any of the things we had planned, but you know, we, uh, we like to cover news as it breaks. That's uh, why a lot of people, of course, are excited to be on the. Uh, Channel Q bandwagon mm-hmm. it's great to be here with you that is Ali. my name is Kevin the show is called Drop the Subject and lucky for you it returns after this
0: Drop the, the subject. subject we'll be right back Drop the Subject
1: uh huh Drop the subject. It is uh, Allie right there, Kevin right here. You you are, but you can, of course, be right here at Le- uh, in our ear holes. We're in your ear holes. Mind as well return the favor, right? 833-77- CALL-Q. Anything we can do to make your listening experience more enjoyable. Uh, maybe that's a song you'd like to hear. Maybe there's a conversation you'd like to get into with us. Uh, maybe you got a question you'd like to add to the ever-growing list of gay MA questions, which we'll get to again tomorrow. Uh, that's one of the things we do each and every week. i uh, got some Gay Straight Movie Review stuff to get to as well. Just the Tip Tuesday coming Later today, and news it or lose it. Headlines will be making it into your head in just a few moments, right here on the ever-growing channel queue.
2: Kevin, do you have you reached the age where you yes. do? No, <laughs> where you do, I mean, I can look at your salt and pepper hair, and I can say yes, you have reached that age. But do you have you reached the the age where you don't want to meet new people anymore?
1: Uh, yeah, I've been I've been at that point since probably twenty two.
2: You think so? Because yeah. I I I think I finally reached it this weekend when we went to a party where I mean I- we were there celebrating my wife's birthday, but there was a lot of people we didn't know. It was like a joint birthday party thing. and well, I it's remember a good
1: theme. A joint birthday party? I like that. <laughs> it's just like a lot of joints
2: Well, cool. I did smoke a lot of joints, mm-hmm. and I was really high, which was part of the reason why I wasn't very conversational, but I remember just being surrounded by a group of people, and everyone was kind of just getting to know each other, and yeah. I was looking at these new faces, and I was going, you know, I could ask these people what their names are, where they're from what they do mm-hmm. what we have in common and really foster a relationship here right. or Who i do we could
1: possibly know who's that common thread of person we yes. know oh you work at uh, google oh crazy do you know tom which tom do you
2: uh, work at google good i don't <laughs> we have nothing in i use google uh, that's great
1: uh, actually i use bing so <laughs> this is not going to go anywhere
2: but i then i thought to myself or i could not have that conversation at all and I could just walk away and talk to the people that I know and stay in my comfort zone. And I—that's what I did. I was in a room full of brand new people that I could have made friends, but I had no desire to. And I really think that eventually we reach an age where our circle has gotten as big as we really feel like it can get, and mm. and you always could broaden it, but you don't. You think you just lose the momentum, and you don't really want to meet new friends anymore. Like well, when you're like, when I was in college, I did still want to meet new people or you go to a party because there are people there that you don't know, right. especially in high school. You're like, oh, there's all these people from this school there and this school and I'm going to meet this person and this person. And now I'm like, uh, there's three people I don't know there. The, I don't know if I want to go.
1: The joy of going out used to always be, wow, anything can happen. Right. From when I leave my house. To potentially, when I return, who knows? I could be in Vegas later. I could be who knows where I end up, how many places we go to, the pre-party, an after-party, a post-party, uh, an underground club. The idea of anything can happen, which was always the greatest excitement, is now my biggest fear. Right. My biggest fear is that anything could happen. And in fact, all I want is for nothing to happen that is unexpected. For exactly. For a success. Like to me, to be like, I right, went out. Made the dinner reservation, had a meal, had a couple of drinks. Uber was right on time. Guy didn't try to murder us. Got home. (laughs) Nothing unexpected happened. This was the greatest night ever. It went exactly according to plan. But... I believe I'm quoting the Girl Scouts here because I eavesdropped to a meeting that happens a few doors down. Creepy. Uh, Keep new friends. No, no, hold on. I messed it up. Make new friends. Make new new friends, friends, but keep the old. Some are silver and the others are mold. (laughs) That's the old
2: one. Eat (laughs) Samoas.
1: Buy more cookies, fatty. (laughs) Friends
2: are for chumps. uh, (laughs) Cookies are, yeah. The
1: concept that, you know, because you could be selling yourself short if you think to yourself, I don't want to meet anyone else. And by the way, this is the thing, you talk about whenever someone gets through a breakup, goes through a breakup, and the advice is usually, you got to get back out there. you got to put yourself in a situation. That's true for, maybe you're not happy with your job situation right now, and you think to yourself, I don't know any other, I don't have any other connections.
2: Right, I have to broaden my circle in order to increase my opportunities. You're getting something out of it. But I guess what I would be getting out of it this past weekend would be just friendship in general. Or good conversation.
1: Right, because you feel like you're married now, so you feel like you're kind of off the market romantically. And I yes. know you're thinking that you're super successful because we've got this cushion gig here at Channel right. Q. So
2: I don't need anything right. career-wise. Right, career-wise you're fine. I mean, it's um, all, yeah, it's all there.
1: You know, so, um, so... I had a
2: bunch of weed in my system. I right. had a drink in my hand. I had eaten a bunch of salami. I was having the fine, I was having the best night. I didn't feel the need.
1: Your best night is eating a bunch of salami? <laughs>
2: well, it was like a charcuterie plate.
1: Okay, so you With a
2: bunch of salami
1: and cheese. You went to the platter that was supposed to feed everyone, and you just (laughs) took handfuls of all the salami? Yes, I had a lot of... Who's the bitch that all the salami? And then talked to no one. That strange strange high girl that's talking to the lamp in the corner.
2: (laughs) Oh, it is a joint party. (laughs) Not for her. (laughs) Yeah, but I I guess I could have... I mean, as soon as I got there and had my fill of salami, I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. We spent probably two hours getting ready for this outing, but the getting ready was way more fun than actually getting there and spending time with people.
1: That's what people always say. The journey is uh, usually way better than the actual destination. It's true. And I think Seinfeld said, you know, you spend all your time being like, got to go out, got to go out, got to get out. Everything's out. And then as soon as you get out, all you want to do is go home. Yeah, got to go home, got to go home. home? When do we get home? Let's go home. And there's something to that being around people. You know, there are certain groups, like it's rare. When there'll be a a gathering that happens, and it's like, and I like every single person at the gathering, and I'm like, I gotta be a part of this because to get this amount of people together, I think I said that the last time. uh, The last time I made a real effort, I think, to go to a bachelor party or something, I was just looking at this list. I go, Never, the
2: odds of you liking the odds of li- liking three of them
1: is rare. You get you like them all. And also, you know, it's a good crew where everyone gets along and this and that is not going to be the drama or that weird brother in law that no one knows that shows up. It, and so the concept that you had originally brought up, do you get to a point where you just don't want to meet new people? It's probably a bad attitude to have or at least say out loud. See, because that's the what I think is, too, But I think it's OK. You could be meeting your second wife. Think about it like this. Your next wife <sighs> could be a, a barista in the coffee shop you go to today. But if you're closed off, then you don't know. I think there's something interesting about going out or at least saying to yourself every week I want to have a conversation with five people I've never met before
2: every week five people so, that's one a day almost so,
1: sounds uh, sounds uh, mathematically you are correct no one had to pay to get you into school that is basic math right there
2: Uh huh, and I'm a woman
1: Uh, well clearly you must have cheated oh wait who's this <laughs> who's this Asian DJ sitting next to you cheating off their page the point is that I agree with your theory because it is exhausting to think about starting in every it, seems it just all, seemed
2: like not enough it, like it was worth. It was was not worth the effort
1: Look, anymore. Imagine going going out with a, a new couple for the first time and being like, "Oh, uh, now we got to go do this you thing." You got to hear their
2: marriage story right, or, or how they met, and or left. or
1: even the concept of. Um, and, and this one, I think, is even freakier than anything else. Going on a new radio station, like Channel Q, starting all over again. Look, we've done shows before together. We've got people that listen to us, have listened to us for years, but then there's all new people listening to us for the very first time, making up their mind as we speak. And we've got to try to say, are we worth your time? Because they're also deciding... Are we worth their time, right? There's a lot of things they could be listening to. Maybe they don't like you, Allie. Maybe they'd rather... Uh, Maybe they
2: don't like you. Well, it's,
1: that's unrealistic. It's just straight. It's unrealistic, but yeah, if they it's decide if they want to be, they be uh, heterophobic... And slim they're, chance they're, that they don't like you. It's the nicest thing. You've never used the word slim in a sentence about they, me recently. Well, I appreciate that. But
2: they also have to just listen. Right. They you, don't have to participate.
1: Yeah, but, but we enjoy the participation.
2: No, we do, and but I'm saying... Even if you're not
1: actively picking up the phone or tweeting at us or whatever... The fact that a lot of people, and this is what they would always say to us, right, they're talking back to their radio or they're having a conversation in their head or they're answering the questions that we're posing. That's part of it, right? That's all part of the building the relationship. So is building a relationship sometimes exhausting? And sometimes do you say, do I even it's the same way a lot of times I feel when someone says to me you gotta get into a show and they're like and they're like the show's been on for nine seasons. I'm like, forget that. Right. I'm not getting into that. I don't have that kind of time. I can't commit to that. Same
2: with people. They've developed over a certain amount of years, they've already become who they're becoming, you've already become you. Too, as yes. well. So, and you know your crap and you know the crap that mo- all the baggage that most people have. So, you don't want to carry around other people's baggage.
1: Whenever someone t- tells me I should meet someone to be friends with them, I say, you meet them, form a friendship. In five years, let me know if they're still a good person. And then we'll talk. Like binge watch them. <laughs> and, then and then we'll then, talk, but minimally. Know, but yeah. We'll be back in a moment. This is the all new channel queue. When we get back, it's time for news or lose it. Actual headlines that are breaking as we speak and some other things we wanted to talk about. Uh, we'll give you a few of them, pick a few to actually go into in depth. We will go deep, balls deep, next, right here on the all new Channel Q.
0: Drop the subject. We'll be right back.
1: Drop the subject. Channel Q's drop, 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 drop. fifth favorite show is on right now. Drop <laughs> the subject. Ali right there, Kevin right here, and uh, people waiting on the phones to say hello. Uh we'll get time for that hopefully coming up into the next hour 83377 call
2: q Kevin, we asked them to interact with us and then we're putting them on hold? No one um, likes that.
1: All right, go or ahead. Or does it make them want us even more? Uh no, probably you're right. Uh yes, uh hello random caller, you're on the air. I
2: Kevin. No, I take it back. Okay, put him back on hold. All right. You're set. Yeah, 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 yeah. You doing, my beautiful?
1: So, uh, Alright, well we don't have time right now because we're almost at the end of the hour and we have to get to the very important news it or lose it portion. You understand?
2: Yeah, but Kevin, see I got good news for you, my beautiful love Valley. What's that? I've been killing it lately with Ubery.
1: <laughs> Alright. Well that is Gayest big news,
2: news headline of the week. I actually
1: don't know if that is uh that's po- po- possibly, excuse me, one of the stories we'll get to. <laughs> The subject presents News It or Lose It
2: Could you imagine being on Uber Eats and ordering it and then that guy shows up at your doorstep? (laughs)
1: I think I've seen Here's that. Here's
2: your phone. S-
1: seen that guy. Here's your soggy fries. Why are they soggy? I've been sucking on them the whole drive over.
2: <laughs> i killing it at Uber Eats. He
1: says he's he's probably doing very well. I wonder, uh, hey, what does killing it mean, just out of curiosity? like Is that like on, a, on a weekly basis you're talking about, or monthly, or, or what? the
2: people of Uber on a weekly basis.
1: Oh, okay. You're not actually killing anyone. <laughs> no. No. like What did you make? Well, li- how much, I've been killing them, making money. How much did you make last week? Over six hundred. Wow, Whoa. ballin! Wait a minute, and that's uh, it's just you bringing some food out to people uh, as they need it. They give you tips as well, or yes, they do. Kevin. When you were working at that warehouse gig, <laughs>
2: look less rapey. Thank you. There's your tip. <laughs>
1: when wow. You were, when you, yeah, she says it with love, when you were doing your last gig at the um,
2: warehouse, the warehouse,
1: were you, make, were you making six hundred a week there? Or no? I was making eleven dollar. I was bringing home seven hundred. In a paycheck because I was getting paid. Uh, All right, it's a lot of details. So you're not you're not killing it as much as you were killing it. I mean, you're not right. So
2: and also, does this mean that you have enough money to now pay for the blue jeans that you actually bought from me for four hundred dollars and then never paid me?
1: Well, actually, Allie, you know what I'm going to do? With that money, I figured sometime late June, early July, I take a trip out. To California. Oh, no, oh, I think no, that's a great no, idea. No, that's a great no, no. Well, that was our time, unfortunately, to tease the headlines. We Not wasted. a good time
2: it. to be flying, anyway.
1: We wasted it uh, talking about. Actually, you know what you should do, a Creepy Creepy, You should get on one of those uh, <laughs> those seven thirty seven Maxes. I heard they're <laughs> heard they're great. Should hop on one of those immediately. Um,
2: all right, we don't have time to do the headlines. No,
1: we'll do it on the. Uh, we'll just do it right when we get back. Right. I don't want to get. We've been b- way behind all day talking about cheating scandals and. And Uber Eats scandals and
2: warehouses and murder.
1: It's remarkable. Anyway, we will uh, be back in a moment. This is the all-new Channel Q, a show that is called Drop the Subject. When we get back, we'll do the news or lose it. Both portions. We'll news, we'll lose, and then we'll news again. And uh, we'll do all of that, of course, and take your calls. Continuing at 833-77-CALL-Q. More after this.
0: Drop the the subject.
1: Subject.
0: We'll be right back. Drop the subject.
1: 833 77 Call Q. Once again, 833 77 Call Q. You can find us on the socials at DTS Show for Drop the Subject. That is Allie right there. You're Allie Johnson on the socials. that Kevin Klein. Find us together, separately, uh, or uh, you can find everything the station has for you on the radio.com app or at We Are Channel Q. Uh, It's almost time for us to learn together as we uh, news it or lose it. This is usually where we give you some possible headlines that will be discussed. We decide on the fly if we want to go into great depth or forget about these forever. Uh, I know there's a big cheating scandal that is rocking everyone's world right now. The Aunt Becky that we thought we knew and we loved. I mean, Allie, before we even get into news it or lose it, another big discussion as of late, and this was true with the Michael Jackson thing, for the most part, is can you separate the artist from the art, right? Can you say, all right, as a person, this person was despicable or did a lot of things that I don't agree with, but as an artist, they were phenomenal, and as a result, I can enjoy their art without actually having to support the artist. Do you think can Aunt Can I
2: Becky, enjoy Aunt Becky's can, art separately Aunt, from Aunt, the things that she has done?
1: Aunt Becky was such a great, uh, you know, in, in many ways, a role model on that Full House. I assume she's on the Fuller House uh, version. I don't know yeah, as well, but I looked up to her. portrait of good value. Right, exactly. She had good values, but then in real life, we've now learned that uh, Lori Laughlin was involved in bribing people, et cetera. I have now
2: learned that her name is Lori
1: Laughlin. Yeah, see, you were learning lots of things. So, <laughs>
2: But I, I think that with this kind of stuff, and just to give you a very quick update on this, uh, the guy behind the scheme has appeared in court. He is uh, pleading guilty. He could face up to 65 years in prison. He said, I created a side door that would guarantee families would get in. So he was helping wow. people. And like you said, he... He was uh, helping people to make false contributions to charities in order to secure their place in schools. And then they could also write that charity donation off on their taxes so they could get money back on it. It is very smart. Smart Not ethical, but he probably made a lot of money on the side doing this. But to answer your question, I think that with all of the, like, there are still some stars that I'm like, God, I please hope that nothing will. That they won't do anything horrible, that they won't say anything racist, that there won't be any allegations against them for sexual misconduct. And for me, William H. Macy was one of those people, and he's married to Felicity Huffman. So he had to have known about this stuff, and he was somebody that I was like, I really hope that he didn't do anything crappy. So you jinxed him. You cursed him. And I kind of jinxed him, but this isn't the... The worst thing. If this is going to be his thing, it's kind of indirectly bad. And I mean, it's not a good thing. But still, it's it's not as bad as some of the other. St- it's not like, you know, Harvey Weinstein, who I put all of my faith in. Obviously, right, course, he was yes. a role model to me. Yes. No, but. I, I think there is something ironic about the fact that he plays this degenerate poor dude, drunk on 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 Shameless, and has used all of the money he made for that to get his kid into college without having to really work for it.
1: Yeah, but you know, once again, he was not named, so I don't know if you know. You think because yeah, they're but married, come on, yeah, you don't know. They do all sorts, of, all sorts of shenanigans going on that people don't know about in in marriages, right? He says, oh, that's that's your department, you know. I, I got to who listen." A lot of it's going to come out. It's going to be fascinating. I can't wait to figure it out. Uh, We'll get into all of it and uh, more right now in News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It
2: some other important things going on in the world so here's headline number one Chrissy Teigen's hamster escapes one day after adoption
1: lose it and I don't blame that hamster if Chrissy Teigen adopted me <laughs> I would only have escaped I could go back world.
2: to that guy's yeah. beehole. hole uh, I, I belong it was uh, so cozy in here's there here's your
1: option hamster uh, guy's beehole hole or uh, Chrissy Teigen's house
2: I'd be running for the beehole. hole beehole.
1: Okay. hole uh, pass let's lose it
2: alright uh, head of NASA hints that the first person on Mars will likely be a woman
1: uh, wrong <laughs> turn from the freeway <laughs>
2: Just by accident. Where is the post office? Uh,
1: I'm going to say. I need
2: to mail Kathy's birthday card.
1: uh, I'm going to say news it. Uh, That's sexist. I'd like to news it as well. That is sexist. I think that's an amazing thing. And uh, let's say. uh, Okay. Yeah. uh, Let's news that woman on Mars thing.
2: Okay. Uh, Here's a real headline These leggings are way too affordable.
1: Hmm. I feel like this is one of those trap ones where you want me to say lose it, but maybe there's something interesting there. <laughs> no, I'm going to say lose it. I've got no interest in the leggings news.
2: Uh, all right. Uh, he invented the internet. Here's how he thinks it should change on its 30th birthday.
1: The internet's turning 30?
2: The, the World Wide Web is wow. I know we don't normally do celebrity birthdays, no. but the internet is turning 30 today, so oh. it's interesting to see what this guy thinks of it this many years later and whether he would change anything given the chance.
1: Mm, okay. Let's news that mm-hmm. I'm interested.
2: Okay, and then Mitt Romney blowing out his birthday candles one by one?
1: <laughs> well, you had me at the first part of that sentence. I thought that was going to be a big Two exclusive, <laughs> but once you threw in birthday candles, I lost interest. So, a-
2: anyone who blows out their candles one by one that isn't 100 years old
1: is is psych- got to be a psych psychopath. Well, that's a person that is saying, "I want to make it very clear that <laughs> no one else will eat this cake except me." Because if you think about I mean, I the concept in general, I know we talked about how disgusting the whole it's like one of those traditions that we should just get rid of. Like we look, we can look back now on things that we've done and be like that. Well, what what kind of people were our ancestors? When
2: did we start letting sticks on fire? But
1: the the idea that someone's going to just with germs, just blow all over a perfectly good cake. It's just, it (laughs) makes no, why is there not a separate, a separate flaming torch? Bring a, bring a torch on the side and let the person blow it out five feet away from the cake. Yeah. The, 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 the concept of putting your saliva all over the thing, and, and there being a challenge that if you get them all out at once, it just means it's going to be even more saliva, the weird old man that's going to blow them out... <laughs> I mean, how old is this. he? He's got to be 85 years old. I don't know. I, well, I, I, well, I
2: hope for his sake that he's old enough to the point where he doesn't have the strength to blow, blow out all the candles. But, but because it's him, it's probably some crappy cake, well, like we you should know, carrot cake or something. Give
1: the person the birthday... Uh, person a gun, a frosting gun, and let them blow out the candles using uh, frosting. Oh. That way, everyone gets to enjoy, it doesn't matter if it gets all over, this is more frosting, which no one's ever complained about ever. This whole concept of uh, spitting it out of their mouth is is just it's just horrible, <laughs> Allie. So the two stories we've decided we're going to news include, just so I'm sure now, we're going to go with the guy who created the internet, yep. wants to make some changes, and we're going to go with the... Um,
2: Women in NASA.
1: Women in NASA. All right. So, don't go anywhere. Those are the two biggest stories, at least according to us. For right now, we'll come back in a moment. We'll news them. And then, it is just the Tip Tuesday around here, which means we will give you 11 signs that you know you're a bad friend, (laughs) even if you think you're a decent friend. Turns out you're probably not. We will break it all down when we get back right here on the all-new Channel Q. This is Drop the Subject.
0: Drop the Subject. We'll be right back.
1: Drop the subject. It's kind of ironic that the show is now called Drop the Subject. As I look at the schedule that we had planned for today. There's
2: so many that we've dropped.
1: Uh, Dog story, dropped. Tip Tuesday, we hope to get to it before we're out of here. Genetically modified food, that's dropped. Dome living, haven't gotten to that yet, so I assume that's a dropper.
2: I'm excited to talk about that, though. I I do think that we're getting closer and closer to living in a dome. And I I, I think it's a good thing.
1: Birthday with audio dropped.
2: Birthday with audio. (laughs) Uh,
1: And then end of show, which we don't know. We assume we're going to get there eventually, but I'm just saying we got a little bit, I don't know if sidetracked is the right word, but uh, got a little bit infatuated with the story that is uh, breaking this morning. A uh, big collegiate cheating scandal involving multiple schools and multiple celebrities and multiple, I think up to 60 people were being looked at. It was uh, an operation known as Operation Varsity Blues. Mm Mm-hmm. I almost called called it a different college movie. I thought it was Operation Necessary Roughness, which was like another (laughs) college football movie. And that would have been a great name (laughs) for it as well. But that's not what they called it. Anyway.
2: Operation uh, Remember the Titans. uh,
1: Before we we get to uh, one of the topics that we just teased that we would get to a moment ago, hopefully it'll be uh, Just the Tip Tuesday, figure out if we're a good friend or a bad friend. Uh, I think people like to be called a good friend. I think that seems to be, whenever friends fight, there always seems to be someone that throws out the line, you're a bad friend.
2: Yeah, but I think that I probably already win the bad friend trophy on account of the fact that I just talked to you for, you know, at length about why I don't like meeting new people.
1: <laughs> yeah, why well, you don't like meeting new people. But maybe that just means you're a good, I would actually, maybe that's a good, a good I would friend. argue that makes you a good friend. You're like, hey, look, I want. I don't want to spread myself any thinner. I want to go ahead and put my time where my time should be. We'll get into that coming up. But right now it's time for the News it portion of News It or Lose It. I believe we pick up with... Um,
2: women in NASA.
1: Women in NASA.
2: Women They've been fighting for equality, equal pay for a long time, and NASA has just proven themselves to be proud allies when it comes to gender equality because they have promised that the first person on Mars will likely be a woman. There isn't a specific woman mentioned, but the head of NASA has indicated that women are on the forefront of the agency's upcoming plans. And I don't like this because... I feel like as soon as there's something very dangerous going on, all of a sudden they're like, well, yeah, women, bring them on over there in this situation where you're probably going to die or never return to Earth.
1: Well, they used to use monkeys, right? So uh, this is a step in the right direction, I believe. Can go back
2: to... to the monkeys and dogs?
1: They, because, uh, you know, it, they would get more protest now if they went back to putting monkeys and dogs on space shuttles, because PETA would be like, well, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Go, just throw some the women.
2: Win- just throw the women up <laughs> there.
1: women on there. And make it seem like we're, uh, you know, advancing their uh, blah blah blah. Yeah.
2: It doesn't. It kind of seem though, like what, like a long time ago when we were in war, and then they would put people of color on the front lines. Yeah. You know, they're kind of doing that with women in Mars.
1: Well, here a little bit. Here's what they're actually. I think there's a couple of. Uh, I know a little bit about this, and I don't know much about anything. Um, when it comes to space, that's all I got. That's all I got. No. when it comes to space, everything is about. Yeah, you know, every ounce of that flight is you know, they got. They have a certain amount of fuel, and they need things to weigh a certain amount. And, da, da, da. and I Are think you going
2: to make a women or fat joke?
1: No, the opposite. I think they're <laughs> oh. saying that women are going to be um, slimmer to get up there. <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna be able to get more women uh, astronauts in the space shuttle. They'll
2: have one less jet rocket.
1: Yeah, one, to propel
2: get, to propel them up.
1: They'll have extra fuel for the return.
2: Uh, he also indicated that the next person on the moon would likely be a woman because I guess we're trying to go back to the moon, even though I think we kind of abandoned that for a while. Well,
1: a lot of people now don't believe that actually happened. So the more and more people are saying that I don't believe that they've ever, they've ever actually been to the moon. That was all done in a soundstage somewhere in Studio City. And uh, there's and now people are you know more and more people like the flat earthers etc all the people that love conspiracies are going you know it makes sense we were in a battle with russia u.s wanted to seem like they could do it better we had the ability to we have all these sound stages why not just go ahead and fake a moon landing and some people really buy into that
2: yeah yeah well i mean i just don't know i guess why wouldn't we have gone back and traipsed all over that damn moon if we hadn't been there already but I mean, I guess well—that's another thing that they're sending a woman up to, to go do it again, or be, maybe do it for the first time. They're well, also like
1: the reboots, though. Ali, think about it like this: you know, Al, uh, NASA's it's with published. literal space boots. Yeah, well, they're, they're doing it like Ghostbusters. Let's do it again, but with women. No, <laughs> with so just, yeah, gender swapping history. Oh, we, land, we landed uh, one small step for a woman, one large step for womankind. Am I right? You know? It's a heel
2: step. All right, uh, and <laughs> one they're small step. My feet are hurting. Ow! I need to sit down. Uh, they're ah, also organizing ah, the world's first all-female spacewalk. So, that'll be... Uh, I, guess, I think they're still trying to find a date. I would imagine they need to pay attention to everyone's cycles to make sure they're not oh, all Allie, saying.
1: You're saying horrible <laughs> things. You know what? I don't stand by this. That's... Allie, you're all, I
2: have cramps. I have cramps, you're, you're too. You're all, I want to go next month.
1: You're off on your... sends you to the moon. Get get you out of here. You're, right. you're on your own tangent today. I'm telling you, I don't stand by any of those statements. I know you don't. Women are more... I would say not even equal. I'd say more capable than guys to do anything.
2: I would agree. I think that, honestly, a lot of women are like I don't want to go do that and now they want to and they can so they should okay
1: but why but why did NASA think women is it because more more of them are tra- in the training program now
2: yeah I guess a lot of the uh, women have been at the forefront of planning the trip to Mars and there's a lot of women that are
1: well a part of the listen, team when it comes to planning trips women are way better <laughs> <laughs> i would just say right now my wife just, it's like
2: Vegas baby moon baby right. moon. birthday mom moon. Moon. Right. okay uh, see as how the internet is something that we need more than food these days, let's talk about the World Wide Web's 30th birthday. If the internet was a chick right now, she would be stumbling around the floor of a Vegas casino with a nice crown that says Dirty 30 on it. The man who invented it, though, Tim Berners-Lee, has a few words for internet users of today. Believe it or not, he has a few improvements he would like to make. Not to the porn. All that's fine.
1: Is he a billionaire?
2: I actually don't know. I don't... I mean... I kind of don't think so.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling. I think
2: maybe he didn't do royalties on internet.
1: Like, I know the name Steve Jobs. I know the name, you know, Bill Gates. I don't know the name. What was that guy's name? Bill, was it?
2: Tim Berners-Lee. Yeah. Yeah, who the hell's that guy? I didn't know the
1: name Tim Berners-Lee, and this guy invented the internet.
2: Yeah. Uh, He said he would change how mean everyone is on the internet. So, oh, shut up, dummy. What are you even talking <laughs> about? Shut up, you fatty. I don't even know what you look like, but you're a loser, okay? Uh, he said that um, the amount of scamming, the foul, abusive language, the hacking to steal other people's private information, it needs to stop. He said many people feel afraid and unsure if the web is even a for- really a force for good. And you can't just blame one government. You can't blame the human spirit. To get this right, we all need to come together as a global web community. And did you know, Kevin, that when he invented the internet on March 12th of 1989, his boss called it vague but exciting.
1: Well... (laughs) That is sounds like... Sounds like I would great, really
2: like to meet that boss. Sounds
1: like a great review of anything, <laughs> be it movie, TV show, restaurant, etc. Vague, but exciting. Yep. Uh, the internet, there's no All right, here's the plot it.
2: for Entourage. Hmm, vague. vague, but exciting.
1: That actually does kind of sum it up. Right? Um, the internet is uh, it's, it's here to stay. It's not a fad. And uh, this guy, uh, Billy Lee, was his name? Billy, Billy Lee Burner? Bi- <laughs>
2: Billy Lee, you're Billy right. Lee. No, it's Tim Berners-Lee. Tim
1: Berners-Lee deserves a moment of our uh, thought right now because without this guy, we wouldn't have the ability to- uh, To you troll know, people. Well, or order something today and have it delivered within five hours. It's uh, truly remarkable. So
2: We wouldn't have creepers delivering us uh, Uber Eats.
1: That's also true. Thank you, Tim Berners-Lee, for your contributions to society. And yes, the internet does have a lot of evil. It absolutely does. And you could have the argument all day, is the internet- if you think about it overall, is it
2: a net positive or a net negative? Right,
1: net positive, net negative. And I could I could argue either side of that very easily.
2: Well and there are some people that their judgment is skewed, like somebody who is uh, selling drugs on the black market on the deep web, they're like, well, this is a net positive for me. For them, But for other people, they could be like, this is a horrible thing. This is why the internet is bad.
1: For the U.S. Postal Service that doesn't deliver nearly as many letters now. Net negative. Net negative, big time. Even that forever stamp keeps going up in price. No one cares.
2: Do you think that people, because we were born before the internet, you and I both, Mm -hmm. do you think that when we get old, people are going to be like similar to saying someone was born before electricity? Be like, wow, you were alive when the internet didn't even exist. It
1: does sound like... It, it, uh, every once in a while, I'll catch myself saying something and say, boy, I sound super old. Like I'll catch myself mid-sentence and be like, if I had heard someone say that... And I have before said... I mean, if yeah. you were
2: saying boy, then yeah.
1: <laughs> I say boy.
2: Oh, I, gee, wow. <laughs> I feel I say, old. I say,
1: uh, <laughs> I, I usually adjust my hip. I crack it a few times. And then I say something along the lines of like...
2: Sit on my chaise.
1: Uh, I remember when I first got email. And, and I just thought, why don't I say that? And, like, imagine if <laughs> I heard my... Just gra- come
2: out of your if I heard
1: my grandma say a sentence... Well, she's dead now, but... It, which makes her sound super <laughs> old when she's dead. But if, if I had ever heard her say a sentence, like, I remember when I, we first got mail, which I feel like I did hear her say that. Really? Like that sentence, like the first time mail came to our neighborhood, it was a big deal. And I'm like, like quiet down, you old kook. And then I'm meanwhile going, like, I remember when I first got email. Wow. And I was like, wait, what? Why did I just say that out loud?
2: Yeah. I, I've been s- noticing myself slightly mispronouncing names of movies, which is just, I think, me going into mom territory. I think when we get older, we just start adopting these ways of life that we can't control.
1: Well, you have done your job to make us sound super lame today. But when we get back, we're going to prove that we are not. All right. I'm going to hop on my Studebaker. <laughs> and I'm going to get out my talkies, and we're going to get into some things in <laughs> We're going to
2: get back to Derp the Subject. Uh,
1: when we get back, Drop the Subject returns with uh, signs that you're not a good friend. And you should listen to these and take note. And if you uh, do not fit into these categories, then good news. You can make yourself a sash later and wear it around proudly, because you are friend of the millennium. Be back after this. It is Drop the Subject, the all-new channel. Kid.
0: Drop the, the subject. subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject.
1: Say a phrase that you'll be saying probably about five minutes into any discussion we have here on Channel Q. That's Ali. My name's Kevin, and we like to talk about some things, and then eventually we will drop those subjects or they will go on and on and on. <laughs> And thank you for reminding us. Uh, Sometimes we'll talk about things on the show, then we forget to get back to them, and you guys remind us through the uh, Twitter, at DTS Show. Also, sometimes you hit us up on the phones. We appreciate that as well. 833 77 call q Open phone lines for you right now as we get into um, our Just the Tip Tuesday. It's an opportunity for us to spend at least a little bit of time every week talking about something that hopefully will end up making us either a better person, a more productive person, better lover, better uh, partner, better friend. In this particular case, Case though, we're going to go ahead and decide what things make you a bad friend. These are 11. I don't know if we'll have time for all of them, but we'll start and see how many we get to before we have to drop the subject. Um, Traits that uh, bad friends have, and uh, if someone's ever going to accuse you, like to me, you can be the most horrible person ever. You can you can cheat on your girlfriend or cheat on your wife. Potentially steal things, maybe even bribe a few teachers to get into college, whatever's going on right now in the real Biyush. world. Um, but if you will take me to the airport or pick me up, you're a good friend. As far as I'm concerned, you're a great friend. You're probably my best if, if Especially
2: if that's unsolicited. If you didn't even need to ask, if they just offered to pick you up from yeah. the airport.
1: Yeah, if you say, I'm going somewhere and they say, oh, uh, what do you get back? I'll pick you up. That is, that to me, that, that one deed, that one incredible inconvenience. To me, makes so many other things I go away or tolerable.
2: Get that, but I also think that if somebody is that bored that they want to just go pick up their friends from the airport, they might be a good friend, but maybe they're not a very
1: interesting person. Or just a really bad Uber driver that they just do it for free.
2: <laughs> so, I'd have the sticker. Why am I not making money? If this someone is so picked hard. me
1: up at the airport in a stolen car with a
2: a random duffel bag full, full if, of God knows I, what. I'm just
1: saying, if they, if I was, if I knew the car I was getting into was stolen, and there was potentially a uh, a. Um victim in the trunk. I would still be okay with it for the ride from the airport. That's all I'm saying.
2: I'll pick you up. I'm on my way to Mexico. Yeah, I would
1: say, really? all right, great. I really appreciate uh, it. cool. I just, there's, other, there's things I would definitely just look the other way on. All right, let's get to okay. it. These are uh, things, just the tip Tuesday here on the all-new Channel Q. Welcome, South Florida. Great to have you with us. Of course, welcome to all the other new cities that have joined in recently, uh, like Chicago, like Boston. The list goes on and on. It's even hard for me to keep track. New York as well. How can I forget you? We love you all so much and, of course, to all of our West Coast friends. It's great to have you with us as well. At radio.com, you can check us out, smart speakers. Just say, hey, give me some Channel Q on the Radio.com app, and boom, just like that, we show up, and we're there joining you for paella See, each and every night. Kevin,
2: you are being a very good friend right now because for all of our new friends, you're acknowledging them, and we're you're, you're, you're bringing the attention to them. Number 11 on this list is making everything about you. That's what makes you a bad friend. If you hang out with your friends and you suddenly discover that everything is about you, who are you dating? What is your job? like? What did your mom say to you that pissed you off? And it's only about your experiences and talking them through and processing them with your best buds? Well, God news for you. You are not a good friend because you're not making anything about them. It's just the world revolving around you and your experiences.
1: Uh, yep, that is true. I think that there are certain people that I'm no longer in a relationship with, have not, and because every... Everything from where we went to eat to what we did to it was always what they wanted, or it was like I don't care if six other people don't like Indian food. This is what I want, and that's what we're doing.
2: Well, that's a, that's a, also another good point because number ten is it's your way or the highway. Yeah. So this is the type of person where yeah, it doesn't matter what you want to eat. I like Indian food, so this is where we're going. Uh, that bothers me, too. This weekend, I we were uh, visiting a friend of mine, but we were also celebrating Katie's birthday. She wanted to go on a hike. Did my friend want to go on a hike? Absolutely not. She actually despises hikes. She Her legs were sore after, like, less than a mile. But she did it because that is her friend, and she wanted to do something that her friend wanted for her birthday. She could have just been an a-hole and said, no, I don't want to do that. I want to go day drink and get brunch, which, of course, we did afterwards. Sure. That's what compromise is about. That's a good friendship.
1: All you're going to do is put a brunch spot on top of a mountain and uh, pretty much got all white... <laughs> women taken care of?
2: I did see something recently that Katie wants to do. It's
1: called a wine hike. It's like
2: hiking to different places to drink wine. Sounds fun. I was
1: like, all right, perfect. That's what you want. But so much of a a friendship, I mean, friendships can be formed by a variety of reasons, right? Maybe you, you knew each other from when you were really young, which seems to be, that always seems to be the friendship that gets the most respect. But in actuality, I think that's the lamest one because you didn't even decide to be friends. You just kind of got Got or you
2: like, just were next door to each other when you grow, right, grew up, yeah Exactly,
1: and it was one of those things where, like, and as a result, you've you've maintained this relationship for many, many years, which is you know impressive, I guess. But and they'll they'll say things like, "Oh, we're, we were friends since we were two years old." It makes a nice line at a wedding speech, but for the most part, what does that really mean?
2: It means that you have built up enough resentment towards each other that you don't really love each other that much anymore you're just basically family at that point.
1: Well, that's a negative outlook, but yes.
2: I'm just saying when you when you're like with hanging out with your friend you're like, "I've known this girl since kindergarten." You're not saying, right. "This is the best person I've ever met in my life." This is my most favorite person in the world. You're saying, "I've known this person for this long." Well, like, it's just the acknowledgement of the length.
1: Right, because we have friends that when they come over, like my wife will say you have to put on like pants, you know? And oh, then I have of course. Other, but then I have other friends where I'm like
2: you take off the pants.
1: No, I, I just go, oh, it's great. I don't have to put on pants. Like, I, this part, like I'm not naked. Uh, my my dong's not out. I'll have on, like, shorts or sweatpants or something. I'll be relaxing. I'll have uh, at-home loungewear.
2: Oh, okay. Right, but I don't have to I'm try. one
1: of those friends.
2: You, I've seen you in loungewear when mm, I came over.
1: No, you're not one of those friends. Oh, damn it. Those I were, helped
2: <laughs> give your daughter a bath. I saw your daughter naked.
1: Uh, that's true, but that's that's because you asked four times. We, we, we didn't want to keep saying no.
2: All right, number nine is you keep score. Don't waste time keeping track of how many dinners you hosted or how many likes you've posted on their Facebook page. If the friendship is genuine, you'll both have a chance to be out there for each other over the course of the relationship, so it's not about... Who did what, or who Venmoed who? But a lot of times, if you're the only one Venmoing and no one's Venmoing you, might be a one sided friendship.
1: And eventually, it will get. It it could get to a point if you can. You can have that attitude right up front. Hey, whatever. You know, you get the next one, and we'll get the next one. But as you said, if if there's always someone that's like, "Uh, I'll get the next one. I'll get the next one. You have. then that person becomes a bit of a a freeloader.
2: Yeah, and that brings me to number eight, which is you never have any money. That's the, I think, one of the worst things that a bad friend can do, is you go out for drinks all the time, and you know those certain friends that you know if you're going out together that you're going to have to harass them to pay you back. Yes. And that's, I don't want to hang out with those people as much. Do I still hang out with them? Yeah, kind of, but you're like, oh God, I have to, no one likes to ask for money that they're owed, and to have to ask somebody over and over again, especially now when it's so easy to pay people. All you have to do is Venmo request somebody, and you get paid. But if it's that difficult to get money from people, bad friend.
1: Are you bringing this up because I owe you $7? <laughs> no. Okay, I you...
2: don't remember because I don't keep score. All
1: right. Well, I was saying, if you were doing this whole thing, this Just the Tip Tuesday, uh, uh, you know, taking up everyone's time to remind me that I owed you $7, I'm well aware, and I told you I'm good for it. No you're not I know
2: You you bet it on something and lost it I did All right, number seven You let relationships interfere with your friendships So this is another thing If you're always talking about your relationship And how it's going wrong Maybe you never move out You know you never move on from that relationship And your friends are just frustrated Listening to you bitch about it all the time Or then you get in a long term relationships And you completely neglect your friends That's another sign of a bad friendship
1: I think that...
2: This is the one I think I'm the most worried about that I do.
1: Yes, I was going to say that describes you very well.
2: You don't know that. You don't know my friends.
1: No, I'm saying what you just said, if someone were to say, write Ali's LinkedIn profile, that's what I would write.
2: That I That I let relationships interfere with my friendships? That's right. Well, I'd say the same about you.
1: Well, fair enough. Then valid that's point. what makes
2: us valid friends. Hey, for we got each something other. in common.
1: That's what we have in common. We're both bad friends. Yeah. Two bad friends make a great friend. <laughs> that's true.
2: All right, number six. You have to come first. Uh, we all want our You're friends talking to talk about sig- sex tips. So I know. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Oh, you're such a good friend. All right, I'm gonna go to sleep (laughs) now. Get out. (laughs) Friendship. Part of being friends is rooting for another person and celebrating each other's wins. Constantly having to uh, trying to uh, one up one another is petty and a sign that your friendship is not solid. Um, Number five, you aren't present. Maybe you're always on your phone or you're always just you know having a conversation with someone random at the bar instead of actually being there for your friend. That's another indicator that you're a bad one. Number four. You don't show up to things. Yeah, maybe your bridal shower that your friend invited you to would not be a lot of fun. And maybe it's very overpriced, but you still need to show up. Otherwise, you're a bad friend. Um, Number three, you don't give anybody space. That's another, definitely a big telltale sign of a bad friend is when they're clingy because they obviously have no other friends and you're the last one and they're hanging on for dear life.
1: Oh, like the the group started with six, and then there was four, and then there's two, and then it's just yeah. you and this person. I like, "What are you doing right now? Uh, what yeah. are you watching?" Yeah, that's not.
2: Do you want to watch something together on the phone?
1: One of the funniest uh, tweets I saw about the um, the uh, cheating scandal, which relates to this tip you're giving right now is uh, there's a picture of Lori Laughlin next to uh, Felicity Huffman, and it says, so do they get to play themselves in a the Lifetime movie, or how does this work
2: exactly?
1: <laughs> It just seems like that would be the uh, making yeah. of a Lifetime movie. So if you're one of these friends it's always like, hey, that's a Lifetime movie, you and me, and you're like, oh, you again. Yes, it yes, that way.
2: Uh, and then number two, you were judgmental. I would also like to add on this, giving people unsolicited advice. That is a very annoying trait that bad friends have when you say, oh, yeah, you know, I, I I got get a fender bender. I don't have insurance. Oh, you know the thing about insurance is I know the best person, and you have to go to this and blah blah blah, and they dictate and micromanage your life. That's that's, annoying.
1: Those are two different ones, but they're both valid. The unsolicited advice is you're just talking about something else altogether, and they're like, "Hey, speaking of your shoes, you know, you should really be on the, um, you know, the keto diet." And you're like, "Well, I didn't ask. Well, what does that mean?" Whereas the other one is, "I've got the best of everything, and you got to, and it's my way. It's kind of goes back to the my way or the highway, but it's also." Listen to my tips. I am the expert of all things. I know yeah. the best dermatologist. I know the best place to get sushi. I know the best. Yeah, it's it's that nonsense. But if you do know the best place to get sushi, let us know. Ironically, it's at the dermatologist. <laughs> That's brought them both up.
2: Ew, gross. Yeah, it's great with a knife. Ew. All right, and then you number you one. <laughs> you gotta
1: get the mole roll. <laughs>
2: Uh number one is that you cannot be trusted. That's probably the most important thing in a friendship is that you can trust each other, you can be yourself, you don't have to put on airs for each other. So if a good friend is telling you one thing and then turning around and talking crap about you to the other friends, they can't be trusted. They're a horrible friend and you should probably break
1: up with them. Friend breakup. Trust is the cornerstone to any good relationship, be it um, you know, a romantic relationship. I think actually it's it's not Trust is not that important in the early on, especially with parents. Romantic relationship. I'm just saying, if you if you're trying to have a romantic, not with your parents, like, romantic relationship talking, with your parents. I mean, no, I'm what talking. I what? What are you saying? No, you weirdo?
2: No, I'm uh, talking
0: about all relationships. Now, that,
1: now Ali's point is, uh, if you're gonna have a romantic relationship with your parents, trust, be
0: honest. Trust. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject.
1: just like that our two hours together have unfortunately come to an end Uh, but good news Allie did not cheat to get into her college we can confirm that she got in the old-fashioned way it was her safety school (laughs) all the other ones said no
2: it was actually the only school that I did get into immediately so I mean all the other I I didn't do entrance exams I did auditions and I was rejected
1: Mm. did you really yeah. You, uh, you tried to act your way into college and they rejected you multiple times? That's so sad.
2: Well, to get into... <laughs> you're such a dick. To no, get no, into acting it, school, you, you have to audition.
1: It. Right, I didn't realize that. And they, and I was kind of making a joke. I didn't realize... I had realize. to do
2: monologues. I didn't have to fill out paperwork. I had to go in and I had to do a comedic monologue and a really? dramatic one and hey. maybe a little ditty. Oh, a little box step. Yep. And then the, I mean, for musical theater schools, you have to do a bunch of different stuff. But uh, then I went to this. It was part of a group audition. I
1: cannot believe we're down this path now. And I, just I wanted to.
2: Just, and I walked just, in, just
1: trying to reset the show.
2: I, I walked in, oh. and they said, "Yeah, we've got room, and there's no one auditioning for this school." And I auditioned, and I got in, so I went. Ooh. Isn't that fascinating?
1: No, not really. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, how'd you
2: get into college?
1: I, you know. It, as much as this is going to be fitting based on what's happening in the world.
2: Your I, mother, Felicity Huffman.
1: My, <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about my famous parents, but <laughs> my mom, Felicity, and her girlfriend, Lori Laughlin, <laughs> they would do it on the weekends. Uh, they got me into college. Nice. nice. No, um, but what I was saying to begin with, which is what we started at the beginning of this whole show, is that people have been getting into college based on connections and family money and stuff for years. Um, we had a, a family friend. That lo and behold, told me when I was like ten years old, if you ever want to go to Syracuse, let me know. And I didn't realize this, but he had he was a big donor there. And uh, when I money or organ organ donor. Ah. He gave a few of his organs, kidneys and whatnot. Um, and when... Um, when go I, orange. When I find... that that was He had jaundice, so we could go orange. It was our big thing. Um, <laughs> right, we got, on that note, we're just going to get out of here. I okay. will right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. You can find the show at NTC... Uh, no, you can find this at DTS Show. Drop the subject. That's the show. Find the station on radio.com and wherever you listen to us. Welcome. It's great to have you. Thank you for interacting with us. I know people have been reaching out to us throughout the show today. So thank you for your interaction. Much appreciated.
2: Give us a follow. Spread the word, please. And,
1: uh, yeah, spread the word like frosting from my frosting gun idea, yes. which is already going gangbusters online.
2: Somebody said on uh, Twitter, Chameleon Phoenix said, new billion dollar idea, frosting gun to blow out candles. You better get your patent, Kevin.
1: Well, unfortunately, not like, worth
2: the money, I'm going like to say. Like
1: most things, I'll throw it up on Kickstarter and when it doesn't do well, I'll forget it until someone else reminds me about it down the line. But thank you for listening. We appreciate you and we'll be back again tomorrow. Same day time same gay station right here on the all new channel QBI curious